Just wanted to reintroduce you all to the ENA Rewind series here on the NRL Radio Show, where I'll be going through the first 54 episodes of the podcast just to gift it to my listeners on platforms like Spotify, Google, and wherever else you guys listen. So stay tuned for new content as I work to keep these ducks in line. Stay in a row. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Interro Radio Show. It is your boy Bobby James, just back here to bring you another five minute episode of Applicable Business News. So let's get right back to it, guys. So I'm gonna start today by just giving everybody a disclaimer for those who did not know. It is not smart to touch a black woman's hair. Not smart at all. Don't do it if you don't know what you're doing. I would say just approach it with caution or don't approach it at all. Because today we're gonna be talking about a brand that is very near and dear to a lot of people's heart. When it comes down to the natural hair movement, we're gonna be talking about Shea Moisture. For those of you guys who don't know, this is like honestly the leading brand like for people who are really into the natural hair movement. And for those who don't fully understand, the natural hair movement is something that honestly shouldn't exist, but it is something that does because in today's climate, there are individuals who do not feel as confident as others naturally displaying their hair the way it grows without any chemicals, without any products, without any you know conditions that need to be met, just the natural growth of hair. That movement has been something that I've noticed, me personally, over the past five to six years that has been very, very popular and has had quite a bit of traffic behind it. So there's a lot of companies that are trying to tend to natural African-American hair, black hair, coily, curly, however you want to describe it. Um, They're most definitely trying to find a way to service that, that niche, just like I mentioned in the previous episode when we were actually talking about Uber for kids. This is another service, or this is another example of what happens when you see a niche that needs to be served and you jump right in there and you go full heartedly and full steam ahead. So back in 1991, three Liberians named Naima Tubman, Richelu Dennis, and his mother, Mary Dennis, they all strive for years to provide products for their perceived market of black women with a variety of kinky and curly hair. Over the years, it's become a household name and hair care for both good and bad reasons. Um, I wanna say that for most of the part, it's been good in my experience, but sadly enough, over the past day of research, it kind of un, you know unearthed some issues that I didn't really know existed. For one, I don't know if a lot of you guys had a chance to view one of Shea Moisture's most recent commercials. I believe it actually dropped last year towards the end. Even I want to say that it was even possibly November. But what happened was there was actually a commercial where they were trying to let's see how I can phrase it. It was in it was an advertisement to make Shea Moisture all inclusive. Because apparently ever since 1991, Richelle Dennis and his family have been trying to put their grandmother's recipe for skincare and hair care into the mainstream market to provide that type of intimate service to women of African descent. So when it came down to it, you would kind of expect them to continually work towards, you know, bettering their products for their particular demographic. But as it grew, as it became more of a household name, as it became more popular, there were more and more people who wanted to know if they had a line of products coming from Shea Moisture. So in efforts to make them feel more included, they created this campaign where it was more or less a, a light-skinned black woman handing off the product to two redhead Caucasian women. And for the rest of the commercial, you watch them enjoy the product. You watch them put it in their hair, and I can't remember what the phrase was, but apparently when this ad hit the internet, whew, it set it ablaze, I'm telling you. So when it comes down to it, it was something that I found to be quite interesting. I just thought it was like, why would the brand change face all of a sudden? 
I feel like in some certain certain situations, it is very important to be more inclusive than others. But I do also feel that if you have a niche market, I would suggest you be very divisive and stick with them because they're the ones that have supported you. They're the ones that have put you in a position of power that you're in. And when we look at Richelieu Dennis, there's so much, there's so much information that we do not know about him. And that's why I want to die for a very, very brief second. Now, as I began to actually prep this episode, it became very interesting because I was talking with my girlfriend, Nina, and we were sitting there just going back and forth, trying to figure out some of the holes, some of the plot holes in this particular story. And it was just like, wasn't Shea Moisture recently bought by Unilever? You know, that brand that's kind of known worldwide for doing some terrible things. Yeah, same, you know, exact same one. But let's be very, very frank. Let's just put that on the back burner <laughs> because yes that is a, that's worth an entirely different episode but all in all when you find out that Shea Moisture or better yet the company that houses Shea Moisture known as Sundial Brands was actually bought by Unilever or sold to Unilever by Mr. Dennis you find out that that incorporates Shea Moisture, Nubian Heritage, Madam CJ Walker brand and Niako. These are all brands that are very, I'm sure it's tingling to every natural hair enthusiast ear right now. That's all of them are now owned by Unilever. <laughs> Slightly questionable. I understand. But all in all, the thing that I find to be very, very respectable and very, very astonishing and awesome about this story is that when Mr. Dennis sold the company, do you know what he went and did? He went to Time Incorporated and bought Essence Communications. That's Essence Magazine. That's so many different black publications in one place. And he used his grandmother's recipe. He used his family's, you know, encouragement and support to actually make this power move. It's a huge culture play. And I've got to say that that's very, very inspiring from one person who aspires to be a CEO to see this black man do this. So I just want to give you a quick quote and we're going to close this episode out. And this comes straight from Mr. Dennis. I've always wanted Sundial Brands to be an inspiration to other minority-owned companies of how a business against all odds can achieve excellence, have significant social impact in our communities, and be successful on a world stage. So note from Bobby, do the same. <laughs>